It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahem. Well, uh, yeah. I don't know if you uh, followed along with my Sunday, and not many people knew the extent or the breadth of just the ending up with egg on my face throughout the entire day. But uh, some people demanded. They wanted to hear about it on the podcast, about the, the thing that went down on Twitter late Sunday. So we're going to get into that and more here on the Locked on Wolverines podcast. I'm your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole. I am the publisher of Wolverines Wire. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm laughing at myself yet. I was laughing at myself in the morning, not so much at night. There's other things bothering me that I'm not going to get into because they're personal. But uh, we're going to spend the first segment with story time. And I will tell you the way that I uh, embarrassed myself on Sunday night. But uh, it's it's really not that big of a deal, uh, you know, ultimately. But it's still not something that I'm happy about or proud about or whatever. But uh, we can all have a laugh about it together. Move forward, uh, show you how things can can go in uh, this industry and others and all that. So, um, anyhow, so there's that. And then we're going to get into, remember how many times that I've said, just don't look, or he who will not be mentioned. Well, he was mentioned directly by the University of Michigan football program. And uh, they said, look. Just don't pay any mind to him. So we are going to get into everything that happened on Friday with James T. Yoder. And we're going to talk a little bit about my opinion on the situation and just kind of where it's all coming from here. And uh, to finish out, uh, just a couple little bit more things on uh, Josh Gaddis. Because uh, there's just a couple little things that I had uh, had heard from someone in the know, so I just kind of want to share with you the sentiments there. That one won't take very long. But first, let's get into Isaiah's no good, very bad day. And I know I'm being really dramatic about it, but <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, the personal stuff's not even that bad, but it feels like it is. But uh, it all started with, I woke up yesterday thinking like I had a 14-hour day. Because... Uh, I believed that I had a football camp to go to in Waterford. So it was being thrown by a Michigan football player. So I was like, all right, cool. And I got all geared up to go and was ready to be there and uh, like woke up early. I I forgot. I actually like I woke up early, but it wasn't I woke up earlier than I wanted to because uh, a friend of mine thought it was a good idea. Brandon Justice, to send me memes at 7 a.m. on a Sunday. Yeah. So, thanks for that, Justice. But, uh, anyway. So, I go to the, uh, I, I get out to the football camp. So, I think I walk in. There's two, there's like two places inside this facility like two fields inside this facility. So I walk into the first one and girls soccer. I'm like, 
All right, must be on the second one. Go to the second one. Girl soccer. So I text uh, text the dude who uh, told me about it and you know asked me to come and whatever. And then I and then I like in the meantime while I'm waiting for a response like I well I look on I have I have them on Snapchat so I actually for the first time ever use that Snapchat Maps thing. I don't know if anyone's ever used that, but I use that Maps feature to see where they were. So I was like, well maybe they're close, maybe it's starting a little bit late. We'll see. No, nowhere near. Actually, out in Ann Arbor. Okay. So I. Uh, so I look at the flyer again, and I'm like, oh, it's next Sunday. Cool. That's not a bad thing. It was just more of like a, all right, this is what kind of day it's going to be. Sorry, I should say that more like Negan. Now I see what kind of day it's going to be. Is that more like Negan? I hope that's more like Negan. Anyway, so not not really anything like you know crazy. It was just like laughing at myself, like uh, read a calendar much, you know that type of thing. So then, what ends up happening is, uh, I had five hours to kill suddenly, and I did a terrible, poor job of killing it. But you know, watched a bit of NFL football, and anyway, made my way to Ann Arbor really early. Uh, went to my favorite cigar place in the town, which is La Casa, where I, you can find me probably more often than not, at least during football season, and uh, hung out there for a little bit, and I'm like, all right, with the personal stuff that's bothering me, and with just kind of the, the snafu earlier in the day, it will all be made better if I can go to this basketball game tonight. And I can get, like, the first picture of Josh Gaddis in, you know, Michigan gear, right? Because usually, like, I remember when they hired Pep Hamilton, he was at the next basketball game, you know, on the weekend. Usually that's kind of how it goes. Like, Ed Warner, I think, if I'm not mistaken, was at, like, the next basketball game on the weekend. Granted, it was a big recruiting weekend, and it's dead period right now, so it's not, that's not exactly how that's, you know necessarily how that works every time but i was like all right cool i i feel like he's gonna be there just arrived in ann arbor on saturday you know feel like if nothing else they brought you know they're gonna give him tickets he's gonna go it's a sunday night game you know televised all that kind of stuff i, I say that as if games aren't televised so i go and you know and i'm like all right this is gonna turn everything around this is gonna make everything better today Today is going to be a better day because I'm going to get the thing that I want, which is a picture of Josh Gaddis. And then, you know, I'll be the first one to have one and it will be, you know, it will be really good. So I'm sitting down there on the floor for the first half. Uh, now that I'm not with 24-7, I only photograph the first half of like weekend games because I have to write the gamer and... Uh, it's really difficult to try to like cover an entire half after uh, up in the box after you've been sitting there not writing, not you know necessarily being able to see everything and whatever. And like I've mentioned, basketball is still relatively new to me to write about and talk about and all of that kind of stuff. So anyway, so uh, sitting there, it was like through the first quarter or not quarter, but like half, like I would say a third of the way through the first half. I turn and look back and I'm like, 
there he is sitting right where the coaches always sit. Like, I didn't have much detail as far as what he looked like. Yeah, I saw two pictures, one both of which I've like touched up, and I'm like, that's him right there. That's him. I take a thousand pictures and uh, and everything. So I was like super excited. Uh, a couple of people said, hey, is that Josh Gaddis? I'm like, yeah, it's Josh Gaddis. And I'm like, yeah, got him. Got him. You know, like all like, oh, fist pump. This is sweet. And uh, I didn't think anything of it, right? It was just like it, it didn't even, it, it looked just like the pictures I had seen, right? So I was like, all right. This is good. This is real good. So I, uh, I even go as far as to like at at the halftime go and like you know just introduce myself and be like, hey, I'll be you know working with you as far as you know, you know the coverage and everything. Just wanted to say you know, you know, you know if you welcome to Ann Arbor or whatever. And the person like I said, I'm I'm pretty sure that I addressed the person as Josh, and he was like, yeah, but. It was also a loud arena, so even if I did and it got responded to in that light, that's not necessarily what they heard. But they were just like, all right, man, yeah, cool, great, Look, really looking forward to it and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, all right, cool, all right, got, you know, introed myself, got a, got a photo. Uh, I went and said happy birthday to the lawyer lady who was there because it was her birthday yesterday and she was at the game. So I went and said uh, hi to her, and I was like, yes, I got it. Everything is coming up Millhouse, right? Like, really, really, really happy about it. Felt like the day turned itself around. I needed to win. I got to win. I get up, back up to the press box, plug in the photo card. Takes forever to scroll through because I took a 1,000 photos in just one half. I go. I find the four best pictures. I throw them up on Twitter. I tag tag Josh Gaddis because he said like the person I talked to said yeah just tag me on uh on that and you know we'll be good. And then I get a text about three minutes later from my uh colleague, formerly uh when I was at twenty four seven Steve Lorenz, and he's like hey dude um our Penn State guy says that's not Josh Gaddis because you know I still follow uh we still follow each other uh the Penn State uh guy for 24-7, Sean Fitz, and he had actually DM'd me, but I hadn't seen it, nor had I got a notification on it uh, on my watch. So, I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, he's like, I I don't know, I don't know what he looks like, so. So I start cross-referencing, and at first it was like looking at Gaddis's Instagram and, the, and this then this guy, and I'm like, it, I, are, are we sure? Like, looked very similar. And then I saw the the wives were different. And so I deleted it. Um, and that is one of the more embarrassing moments that I've, I had. And I was like, I had a couple messages saying like, oh, that's not Josh Gaddis and whatever. I understand that that's going to happen. So I deleted it. I issued an apology already like I'm sweating profusely at this point right because that's that's an embarrassing situation I've only been in one other situation that I felt like as embarrassed by professionally before and that was when I was working at United Talent Agency in Hollywood and I was filling in on this desk uh, for uh, Jim Burkus the chairman uh, 
of the entire company. His son actually went to Michigan. I digress. So I'm sit, uh, I'm sitting there and Bert, you know, most agents, you listen in on their calls as an assistant. And uh, so that if they say like, hey, I'm going to send you this, you don't get told to send somebody. You just have to hear it and know that that's what you're supposed to do, for instance. Well, Burkus doesn't do that, especially because he has a permanent assistant. He's the only person in the entire agency that has a permanent assistant. And so Burkus only has like five clients. At least he did at that time in 2009, I think it was. Must have been 2009, maybe 2010. I think it was 2009, though. And uh, the the assistant has to go out for of the office for the day and uh, for the ha- latter half of the day. It was a, she's like, it's a Friday. No one's gonna call. It's gonna be fine. Everything's good. All your you're basically is like if Jim even calls, you'll be really you know whatever. You probably won't call. You probably can just sit there and mess around on the internet all day. Uh, if someone calls for him, then you know if if it's if he's if it's one of his clients, you connect them, but you don't go in on the call. If it's, uh, if it's, you know, anyone else, you can just say he's unavailable. So I, uh, I sit down and I'm like, all right, relaxing Friday, whatever. I, the phone rings, answer Jim Burkus's office. And I hear, uh, hey, it's, uh, it's Harrison. That's right. Harrison Ford calls. <laughs> So I connect him and Jim Burkus. I put the, you know, I put the phone on hold so that they can have their conversation. I'm not listening in. Then suddenly all the lights on the phone light up and it's ringing and everything. So I look at it and I'm like, oh man, all three lines are going. I need to answer these real fast. Forgetting that I put the one on hold because I've never had to do that before. And so I pick up line one. I'm like, Jim Burkus's office. Silence. Jim Burkus's office. Get off this phone! <laughs> get yelled at by Harrison Ford. He didn't say get off this phone. It's the it wanted to do the you know get off my plane, but he said like you know we're on this line or whatever. And that was not necessarily embarrassing in the sense of like you know like I didn't feel like personally like wow I just you know it was more of am I gonna get fired over this right like I just you know, interrupted the chairman and Harrison Ford's conversation and, you know, you know how talent agencies are and whatever. So anyway, um, I'm going to continue talking about how things went with the Gattis situation after the break. Uh, but, uh, you know, guys are terrible at taking care of their health, whether it's a knee injury, bad back or something worse. Guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor guilty of it myself. Uh, but the uh, same is true for erectile dysfunction. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED do not get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. Roman is a one-stop shop where licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose ED and ship medication right to your door. With Roman, there are no waiting rooms, awkward face-to-face conversations, or uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. You can handle everything discreetly online. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com slash LOCKED. L-O-C-K-E-D, to fill out a brief medical onboarding, chat with a doctor, and get FDA-approved ED meds delivered to your door in a discreet, unmarked packaging. Guys, go online, get checked by the doctor. Erectile dysfunction is a problem that guys don't tackle, but with Roman, it's really easy, so go and take care of it. 
For a free online visit, go to roman.com slash locked. That's getroman.com slash locked for a free online visit. Getroman.com slash locked. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, so let's get back into the the story here. Uh, I told you the the Harrison Ford story. It's one of my favorite stories. I definitely was like really nervous after that. I wasn't necessarily nervous after uh, putting out that tweet about Josh Gaddis, but I deleted it from Instagram and Twitter because I had put it on both at that point, and I felt like, man, I haven't made a mistake like this since I've been covering college football. Like, that's embarrassing. And I looked and I saw someone had already screenshot it and called me out for it, which it's like, all right, rightfully so. But you still kind of look at it. It's like, man, you have to be a jerk about it. You know, like, I, you know, we're all wrong. We're all human. We're all, we all make mistakes. And it was just like, because it wasn't just like, and, and I, I muted that person ultimately. So I just don't have to deal with it. Right. But it's one of those things where it's like, you look at something like that and it's, and it's it's like it's one thing when it when they're like you know hey man you got this wrong just wanted to let you know, which I got a couple of those and those are the people I appreciate. But when you screenshot it and you're like, like basically being like hey this dude doesn't know what he's talking about here's the proof and whatever that's like that's a little bit of a low blow. Um. So anyway, I, that really made me feel even more like oh I really messed up here. So I tweeted my apology. And then about one minute later, my my notifications do light up. My watch lights up. Replied to by Coach underscore Gaddis. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was a good sport about it. But he's like, I was about to say, uh, I was just replying to you right there. That wasn't me, but I'll be at a basketball game soon. So that's that. That's the story. If you didn't see it whatever it's um like i said a couple people had said they couldn't they wanted to hear the story about it what happened so there it is that's what happened i still feel relatively embarrassed by it, but not nearly as bad as i did yesterday yesterday i just wanted to crawl into a hole after all of that it was really difficult to write a basketball gamer with all of that happening all at once but let it be let it be shown that it was obviously we make mistakes we all make mistakes and it's all about how you own up to it and uh you know I, this one I wanted to have a little bit of fun with in the sense of I wanted to at least talk to you guys about it tell you about it and everything if you didn't see it it's like all right let's have fun with it together uh feel free to to you know it playfully rib me don't get mean about it because we're going on to the next topic right now about someone who doesn't apologize, doesn't get playful, and really has caused some kind of damage 
in the Michigan community, and that goes far beyond just the people who uh, are fans and everything of uh, Michigan football and all of that. And that is James T. Yoder. And if you, in case you missed it, and I can't imagine that you had because this set uh, Michigan Twitter on fire on Friday night that uh, Michigan Sports Information Director and Associate Athletic Director Dave Obloff had sent out a letter to parents and uh, players saying, hey, James Yoder is an absolute fraud. Green screens himself, calls himself king of the Michigan media. He's uncredentialed. He does not cover the team. He deals in rumors and speculation and creating, uh, mostly in just creating them and what have you. And you should not pay attention to him. He has nothing to do with our coverage. There's plenty of people who do that you can follow. It was a firebomb of the likes I had never seen before. I had never seen a, a program just be like, hey, one guy, you can't be, you cannot check out this guy, right? Like this is a is a firebrand, yeah, and he's a provocateur. Now, obviously, I had had a stance of just don't look, um, and talking about him directly now is probably exactly what he wants, but uh, because it creates more intrigue or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, this was a long time coming from Michigan football. Um, it's it's been very frustrating, right? As someone who's been covering the team for some time to try to deal with this guy because the th- whole thing is has been like I it's not deal with him, right? Like I'm not dealing with him. It's just more like having to refute the rumors that he puts out there or confirm them and when it's like pretty obvious he's getting a lot of it from like message boards or he's taking one possible like the Al Washington thing for instance right he he said Al Washington has accepted an, an offer at Ohio State at that time and like we had a show all about shutting down the rumor mongering i was very you know i was told that at this juncture he does not have an offer he got one very quickly after were talks happening before that i'm not sure but at that point he did not have the offer from what I was told by pretty much the best possible source on the on the uh, in the scenario, you can put two and two together there. So it's that just goes to show you like how how that works. Like oh, you know, like Ohio State boards start saying like, "Hey, we're gonna you know, Al Washington's a target," and then you say, "Well, he's probably gone from Michigan because his father played." for Ohio state and he grew up in Columbus and Ohio state gets what it wants from that area. So there's going to be the same deal. So you, you can logically say that's probably what's going to happen. And so he puts it out there as it, as if it has happened. And then when it does happen, it's like, see, I told you earlier than everybody. And then there's people that believe it. And then I, I don't know what the straw that broke the camel's back was. If it was his tweeting at Khalil Branham and saying that he had decommitted when he hadn't. I mean, I, I'm surprised it took this long for the sake of, like, he was going at it with Grant Newsom last summer, saying, like, because he kept on reporting Grant Newsom is uh, football career's done, medically retired. Grant Newsom kept on replying, like, you don't 
I don't know that, so how could you know that? And then you still had the, him dunking on people. He's like, when Grant Newsom medically retired, be like, see, I told you. But Grant Newsom did not know that at that time, right? James Yoder did not have information that Grant Newsom didn't have about his own health. And then he was getting into it with Jared Wangler, and the Wanglers are a national treasure. All uh, the entire clan, from John, the former quarterback, to Jack and Jared, to uh, Hallie and Sierra. So that's uh, really, really, I don't know, dumb. But uh, we will continue that conversation in just a moment. I know our segments are all kind of messed up because I can't keep a story on time. But is your company looking for a new way to reach customers? Well, your company could be mentioned right now. Podcast listeners are 60% more likely to interact with sponsors they hear on their podcasts. Our demographic is 98% male and has more education and earns more than traditional media audiences. Have your company sponsor this podcast. Email me at LockedOnWolverines at uh, gmail.com. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, all right, all right. So let's finish out here. Um, Got the two things we're going to work on here. Finish up on the Yoder stuff. Um, really wish I would have organized that a little bit better just to kind of go through point by point here. But uh, so you see some despicable tweets, some weird back and forth with Greg Henson last week um, to the point where, like, and I heard it was a movie quote, but it's still not something you say. Like, he told Black Dude he needs to go shine his shoes. It's. And then he goes and locks his account, right? James Yoder does. So it's like, and, he, and this is what happens over and over again. He came after me at one point, erroneously stated that I was fired from 24-7 for misconduct, which if you want to know why I'm not at 24-7 anymore, it's because they, uh, the, the sites merged from the, you know, Wolverine 24-7 and Michigan Insider and after having a staff of, you know, that big, they decided that, you know, I was the third most expensive person on the on the roster there. So they made, a, they, as they told me, a financial decision. And, uh, you know, so I got laid off. In short, it happens. Did not get fired. Definitely did not get fired for misconduct. And then Yoder tried to bring in something personal into it and everything. And it's like, this is the so-called king of Michigan media, huh? There's a uh, secret that I have in regards to some stuff with uh, Yoder as far as an opportunity that he thought he was going to get that he didn't get because I helped torpedo it, thankfully. Because it would have affected me directly. Which is something he did not know even when he attacked me. Nonetheless, uh, if you're really an actual Michigan insider, you're going to act with a little bit more decorum than he has, especially towards the players and the staff 
and really honestly any of the other media people. You don't have to you don't have to tear someone else down to build yourself up. And for some reason he's always seemed to feel the need to do that. Now, as as a human, I do not wish him ill will. I hope that he gets the help he needs because he's, whatever reason the way he's decided to go about it and being like a angry provocateur firebrand that attacks people and is just hostile and mean-spirited and all of that like there's something else going on in that dude's life where because if he feels the need to do it that way and everything when it's really not that hard to do things legitimately even from afar the way he has been doing like if he spent half the time trying to actually connect with the team and the source you know and get accumulate sources and report real news instead of making up news especially given the quality of his video work he, it, he didn't need a he didn't need to do all the stuff he he's done right he could have done it all legitimately and in my opinion been just as good but he chose to do things illegitimately and that's where you end up um my hope is that the people out there defending him still wake up and realize that the you know there are people out there. I'm not even going to include myself in this. I know I'm connected and I report some things, but there, I I I would say like if not me, I mean go to you know Steve Lorenz is in in my opinion the the best. Uh, Sam Webb's reputation you know speaks for itself. Uh, I really like John uh, John Borton, Chris Ballas. I know the. Borton's not really an insider as much as he's a columnist type, but I really like Chris Ballas. Um, yeah, so go to the people who actually know things. Brandon Justice, when he's not waking me up at 7 a.m., sometimes has some interesting things to say. Uh, so trust the people who've put, put in the work, and I'm sure that 99% of you do. I've run out of time. Just the brief note on Gaddis that I was going to say is I, I ran into somebody that's close to the Michigan football program, and they basically – I was going to talk about this more at length. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. They were just like basically like we really feel like we hit a home run here. And uh, so we'll just get into that tomorrow uh, and hopefully a lot more. So for the Lockdown Wolverines podcast, I'm your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole. You can find me online at Isaiah Hole. Follow the podcast at on Wolverines or Wolverines Wire at Wolverines Wire. If you'd like to be a featured sponsor on the show, please email me at LockedOnWolverines at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, or online at WolverinesWire.com, where we post our daily podcasts every single day to go along with the rest of your Michigan football coverage. This was Lockdown Wolverines, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.